welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Voiles. This is the official podcast of Crestview, and I'm here with Dr. John Gerlach. How are you doing, John? I am just great. How are doing you doing? Good. I'm What's doing today's good. date? I'm so lost. I don't even know. I don't even know. Today is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It is I'm Tuesday. You, after all the podcasts we did, I've just been feeling like a rock star, you know? Just <laughs> well, uh, I get lost. It's the paparazzi that's <laughs> been following you. That's what's kind of doing it for you. Today's topic is addiction and hope. So, John, last week you talked about, or should I say your last sermon, you talked about there's another pandemic that you kind of went into and talked about. And so can we just dive right in? What does that mean when you say that? Yeah, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about this other pandemic. You know, we all know COVID. We've all dealt with COVID and all that. But basically, there's another pandemic that's mm-hmm. not getting as much attention, and that is simply the mental and emotional health pandemic. And the statistic that got my, there's a lot of them out there, but the one that really got my attention was the one from the Kaiser Foundation that said basically 50%, one out of every two people right now has currently some mental and emotional health challenges. And that just got my attention. And then I started thinking about it, and I thought, well, really, in my experience, it may be more than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, that may be a low number. And so it just made me go, you know, what if we had something that affected everybody 50%? Well, that's that's a lot higher than COVID, mm-hmm. you know, as far as numbers. So that's a huge, huge impact. And so, you know, I think everybody's dealing with it. I mean, I think everybody's a little more irritable, a little more fearful, a little more anxious, even if it's not a, to the point of saying it's a challenge. Even I think, I guess I think everybody yeah. is dealing with it right now. So, you know, I just think what we're talking about today that you introduced about addiction, that's one of the things that can be something that is part of those challenges. Yeah, let's talk about that. Do you feel like that that's always linked when we talk about uh, mental or emotional health challenges? Do you feel like there's always it's always accompanied by an addiction? Well, I think it definitely can be. And I think one of the reasons is, you know, we are, we're all making new habits now. We are all you know, either making new habits or going back to some old ones. Mm-hmm. And under pressure, sometimes we go back to some bad habits. Yeah. And so some of those bad habits are addiction. You know, it's like I used to kind of, that used to be out of control in my life, whatever it is, and now I've kind of slipped back into it. I, I see a lot of people facing mm-hmm. that and dealing with that right now. So that's a big part of it. Do you feel like addiction is bigger than kind of just the word? Because obviously it has a bad vibe to it when you hear addiction like when, when I hear addiction I automatically think of okay drugs or alcohol or something to that effect is there something deeper when you hear the word addiction I think so I mean you know it's a great passage about I think addiction is first John chapter 2 15 through 17 mm-hmm. and basically that passage is going to say hey there's three categories of addiction and there's going to be pleasure there's going to be possessions and pride and the thing is about addiction, you know, and we just need to say, first of all, I, I feel like everybody is addicted to something, honestly. Mm, I think it can be drugs and alcohol. I mean, that comes to mind, but I think it's it could be emotional eating. It could be accumulating shoes or clothes or, you know, kind of a life that's out of, out of control or, or whatever. There's There's a whole range of addictions that we can fall into and like, what, you know, this is, I'm just addicted to it. Yeah. And so, no, I think it's way, way bigger than that. And I, th- I think it's also based on a lie that we can believe. Mm-hmm. And I heard somebody say this, and it's always stuck with me, and it's this lie that God won't, but this thing will. In mm-hmm. other words, it's kind of on a spiritual level, it's an addiction is saying, I got a problem, and I'm going to deal with it, 
this way I might be numbing it. Yeah. I might be sweeping it under the rug or this addiction distracts me. It can be all kind of reasons why, but it's kind of like I've left God behind and I've gone with that addiction. And it's really, it's kind of just replacing God, honestly. That's so crazy that we're talking about this right now. Last Sunday, um, I told you one of my good my good friends was in town. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if, if he's listening to this, shout out to him. But um, we were talking, we were just sitting having a conversation. And he asked me the question, is there such thing as a good addiction? Because he's super into like working out right now. You know, he goes to the gym. And obviously, I think he's thinking from a standpoint of it's good for you, right, mm-hmm. to be in the gym a lot. But right. what would you say to that to someone that's, you know, my age or someone younger, maybe someone that's been in the church for a long time? Is there such thing as a good, healthy addiction? Yeah, I, I think um, no. <laughs> I would say no because anything that – see, it's just like it's just like working out. I know people have worked out and they ignore their family. Mm. If somebody works out, and sure, it's helping them, but I know somebody who did, worked out all the time so they didn't have to go home. Wow. You yeah, know, yeah. And so it's kind of like the why of it. It gets into the why you're doing it. Um, Is it balanced? Is it something that you put before everything else? Mm -hmm. Anytime we put something before anything else that that are important or priorities, I think that can be an addiction. It's things that are good things. Sure. That are good things, but not good addictions. Almost like it could turn into like an idol, something of that nature. Kind of like that, yeah. How do you you think people that are struggling with with addictions – um, and that are maybe listening to this podcast today, how can they find healing? Yeah, I would, I'm going to point everybody to, you know, the, in this, we're in a uh, sermon series right now. I, I think they could, they want to kind of go farther with this. I just want to throw out two possibilities. There's more than this, but I'm going to throw out these two. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I think if, if we're, if somebody's identified some addiction, the first thing is to identify it. The first thing is to go, I'm going to name it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to realize it. I, I've got to. Is there anything I'm leaning on too much? Yeah. Anything that controls me. And to me, I think you've got to identify it. But I think the huge step that I would suggest and encourage people about is just to invite somebody into your life enough to share that addiction with them. Yeah. Because addiction says, and all these mental and emotional health challenges all say to us, Hey, you're the only one. You're the only one dealing with it. No yeah, one will understand. Yeah, you need, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a natural drift toward being isolated. And when you let somebody in, I think a couple things happen. One is you will find out other people are dealing with some stuff too. Sure. Yeah. And you go, oh, I'm not alone. And then you can also, you open yourself up to encouragement, support mm-hmm. that you might have missed totally if they, I mean, they don't know. So wow. you've got to you've got to share with them about that, and I, I my prayer is for you know our church mm-hmm. uh, that people will not you know and people have different experiences with church, but I I hope our church and I hope all churches honestly would be during this time especially in all times a resource for healing and hope. That's uh, so you good. know we've tried to wow. resource a lot of things during uh, this series that we're in right now, but. To me, that's so key because we need to bring God's hope yeah. and God's healing. Yeah. I know that you mentioned that we're currently in a, uh, a series that's 
you know, it's it's kind of it's awesome because we've never really done anything like this before. But we're we're in a, a series right now of mental health, and so do you want to just elaborate a little bit on that as we end today of of kind of how do you feel like it's been going? Um, I feel like it's been going awesome just to see people speak out on certain things and certain topics. Yeah, I think it's been really great. You know, we've seen a lot of people post things on social media. We've seen a lot of people share some things that, you know, it's kind of opened the door for some of those conversations to take place. I think that's huge. I, you know, I think, you know, I, I want everybody to know that they are not alone and that God can help and God can bring hope. And to me, what, what I think that's a key message that everybody needs. Everybody needs hope. Everybody needs help. I mean, we all do. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all in this together. And so I think it's gone really great. But the ultimate win here is, to me, that some people would be helped, that they yeah. would find healing from God, that they would be touched by God and things would be working in their life uh, for what God wants and help them through this, that they get enough encouragement, get enough support for that to happen. And one last thing I just want to mention is I think there's a lot of shame mm-hmm. that goes along with this with people. Absolutely. You know, I was talking, I have a group that meets every week and we were talking about this and they said, you know, you feel like a failure. You feel like you're full of shame, you're shamed and all. And, you know, to me that can get, that can be a controlling thing. Yeah. And it's like, well, I've got to, I've got to realize that God is going to always push us toward people and toward sharing it and toward, and that's where we're going to get help and hope mm-hmm. through the process. So, you know, I just, I want everybody to know this listening. You don't have to do this alone. Uh, there is help and God will help and people will help. And, and so I, I just want everybody to realize there is hope. Well, you can't say any better than that. John, thank you so much for, again, for dissecting this, what it means, um, and, and the hope that we have as a church. I love what you said as a resource of hope that you want Crestview to be. So, John, thank you so much. To the listener, thank you so much, and we hope to see you next time. God bless.